Three, two, one, Ghostface. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to 321 Ghost. I'm your host, the Wicked Witch of the West Coast, Natalie. And with me, as always, is my friend Kyle. How's it going, Kyle? It's going good, Natalie. What's uh what's your favorite scary musical? Um, we did some we're doing something a little bit different for for tonight. Um typically we only talk about horror movies, but we did a little something fun and different, and we went to Las Vegas and visited the Majestic Repertory Theater. Did I say that right? Repertory? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. And we saw Screamed, the unauthorized musical. And it was great so, fun. Based on a movie, it still counts. It's based on a movie and a movie that we've been recently talking about and a franchise we've been recently talking about. What... um may I ask what history do you have up until this point with scary musicals? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, There aren't aren't a whole lot off the top of my head, but I'm curious. There aren't many. And honestly, I don't think many of them are actually scary. They're just kind of like horror adjacent. So Um, the first one, of course, that comes to mind is Rocky Horror Picture Show. And then right. also I think about, I don't know if you remember Repo, the genetic opera. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched that. Um, and then you have, gosh, I guess there's a lot of them. Then there's Little Shop of Horrors, which is really not scary. Um, horror in the title. It yeah, it's got horror in the title. And then I just had one in my brain and now I've lost it. I wouldn't. As far as like horror adjacent, spooky adjacent, I wouldn't even know if I'd call Phantom of the Opera. Um, you know, I would consider that, yeah. You know, it's, it's, spooky, it's adjacent. spooky adjacent. And then you got um, Sweeney Todd, Demon Barber. Yeah, Sweeney Todd was the other one I was thinking about, which is fine. I think we may have named all of them. If anyone has any ideas for spooky musicals, or if there's one that we didn't name just now, please throw them our way because I'd love to check them out. I feel like I've been um, very blessed this past 12 months when it comes to spooky musicals um again not horror but spooky adjacent because there's ghosts uh i went over the summer to see my i went with my wife to see her favorite musical called hades town um, oh, i've heard of it it's it's good it's really fun i like it and and the songs are really good it's uh again it's you know it's a romance but you're going to the underworld. You've got people mm-hmm. that die and go to the underworld and ghosts that right. are trying to, you know, bump their way back out, you know? So I think it, 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 it counts certainly. And um, of course, any opportunity I have to plug the greatest horror game I've played in fucking years, Alan Wake two oh, spoiler gosh, alert. There's a chapter in that game where it just turns into a full blown rock opera musical. Um, Why would you spoil that for me? I still haven't played it. Uh, the shit came out in October, so that's your fault okay. at this point. Okay, um, fine. So full-blown rock opera musical where all the ghosts start dancing in unison and it's a whole fucking thing. It's so good. And being able to see this um, scream yeah. to be unauthorized uh, or unofficial parody of you know, musical and of my favorite slasher movie, Easy. Yeah. Right? We gave the shit five booze back in January, right? Yeah. We love, absolutely love this movie. Um could you share a little bit about how you came to find out about this and the 
awesome interaction that you had with someone from the production and how it kind of led to us going to Vegas to check this out. It's no secret that I love horror movies and that I'm a big Scream fan. So actually, a mutual friend of Kyle and I's, um, Nikki, had sent me a TikTok of the virally famous um, Billy's Back song where she messaged me the little clip of the video of Stu and Billy like dancing and, you know, being very sexual towards each other and said, this looks like it's perfect for you. It has Scream and Backstreet Boys. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. So then I went on this tear of trying to find more videos on TikTok. And just so y'all know, like, I'm, I'm not a young person. Like, I don't know how to use TikTok properly. Um, so I was just trying to find little clips of different scenes. Most of them are that specific, like that Billy's Back song, which is really great. Um, but yeah, I started watching a few and then I realized I was like, oh, it's kind of like spoiling things because people take a lot of videos. They let you take videos, which is amazing. Um, I had seen it and was just like, okay, this is in Vegas. Like once I found out how far it was, I was like, what are the odds that I'm actually going to like make a trip and do this? Like, I'm not a great traveler. I don't fly well. Um, listen to our final destination episode. (laughs) Yes, you can. Yeah. You can go back to final destination. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, and then with Nikki working with her again at an event that we were doing at December nights in San Diego and with another, um, coworker, her name is Megan. She's lovely. This guy is at the booth next to us and he's wearing the screamed unauthorized musical parody t-shirt. And I was like, Oh, how funny. Like someone who like has either seen the show or is like a fan of it. And so he... Yeah. So he walked over and I was like, Hey, I like your t-shirt. And he was like, Oh yeah. He's like, it's, um, and I was like, I've seen it on TikTok." And I was like, I was like, a like really big fan of it. I was like, I love scream. And he's like, you're a fan of it. He's like, I choreographed it. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like super exciting. So that was, um, Noah who I had the pleasure of meeting Noah Rivera And he went to college with my coworker, Megan, which was really funny. Like, so we were like talking and, you know, he was very excited to find a fan out of state. And I was very excited because I'm just like, I don't meet people that like do things that I love often. So that was really fun and exciting. And then, um, you know, from there, I'd found him on Instagram and, presented Kyle with the idea of like, should we just go see this? Like, should we, should we go and watch it? And of course, Kyle was down for that. So yeah, just like a really fun, um, like fun, weird way that like all of that came together. So shout out to Nikki for showing it to me in the first place, because that was um, a fun thing to discover. And like, I, you know, have slowly been like adding, I'd been adding the cast on Instagram, just watching like their videos and seeing them promote it and seeing like all the cool fan art that they're getting and everything. And um, yeah, so that's, that's how we got brought to it. We're not people that like to go out much. So, so to get us <laughs> collectively to say like, Hey, you know what, this is for our business. <laughs> And this looks fucking rad. So let's go. And one thing, um, you know, you'd mentioned one thing that is um, 
very cool about this production is that the songs are not original songs per se. Now they'll change some of the lyrics and change some of maybe mm-hmm. the arrangements around um, to, to, to fit, you know, the, the choreography and the plot best. Um, but they're all 90s songs, pop and rock yes. songs, pop and alternative and yeah. rock songs. So you, it's cool because you kind of go in and even if you've never seen Scream before, like these are all songs that I mean, if you're, I mean, remember y'all were elder millennials. Um, we and we've knew, talked about the 90s extensively. <laughs> like, even if we didn't know Scream, we knew all of these songs, knew all of the lyrics to all of these songs. And it was so interesting how they were, gosh, enough 90s songs available to contextualize, like within the plot yeah. of Scream. And that is fucking wild. And yeah. it's uh, it was just really cool. So I just I wanted to mention that really quick before everyone's like, what's what's Billy's back? What is about this? Yeah. About? So but, yeah, um, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Like, so I didn't realize even like having seen that like everybody Backstreet's back versus like Billy's back that the songs were like fitting and running you through the story as well. So I didn't know that that was like part of it, but it was super fun and um. I was just very, like, just very excited to see, like, a live band playing it, too. Like, that was really cool. So you had a live band. They were singing live. Like, honestly, y'all, um, I could not dance, sing, and, like, deliver lines with that much energy as, like, this cast was. Like, I was really impressed. Um, I mean, I can't even do one of those things at a time, really. So... Yeah, it was fun to see a live band, too. And also, I have to give um, credit to, so we got to meet Troy Hurd, who wrote and directed the um, the Screamed Unauthorized Musical Parody. I also found him on Instagram. He's very funny. He loves horror, I can tell. I, I don't have that confirmed, but I'm going to guess off of his posts that he's a horror lover and this um but yeah some of the things that he posts I'm like damn why didn't I find that first and I've definitely like stolen a couple of the things that he's posted and reposted them so um yeah yeah music was really fun and everyone's such great singers yeah I know especially like hearing songs that I knew very well but now with like sometimes up to like you know three four five part harmonies where I was just like yeah book like so it yeah. just gives it this larger feeling right and it gives it this more it feels like a musical you know but like the song in that mm-hmm. context and all that so it was and and just to hear I don't, I don't know just how well everyone fucking sang together it was so fucking wonderful yeah um i could we can gush about this and we will we're gonna come back um okay you know that's not the only thing we did in vegas oh we, gosh here we go because <laughs> you got to maximize your spooky shit that you do and yeah i um insisted you, you know if you knew it you know you probably would have insisted too if if you'd seen it first but we also visited zach bagan's haunted museum yes we did yeah we did and our if you're not familiar with zach bagan i mean i know you are natalie um <laughs> but if you're not familiar if y'all watch ghosted yeah, if you all watch Ghost Adventures, um, he he's a riot of a dude. And I my I think I've probably brought up before, again, let's not, you know, 
you know, fantasize about labor, but if I had a dream job, right, outside of Spooky Podcast host, I would love to host a show like that and just run around haunted places and yell at things and say they're ghosts and because I want to believe. And man, this this museum brought a lot of that same energy, particularly mm-hmm. like videos of him running around with Ghost Malone. Sorry, Ghost Sorry, Ghost Malone. Why didn't you call no, him? No, that was perfect. Ghost he should Malone. call him Ghost Malone. So just running around, drinking beers, doing spooky shit inside that museum. It's so much fun. Of course, we did the uh, the VIP or the RIP rather access. Yes. If you tell us there's a spooky basement, we need to pay a little extra go to. Come on. Hey, we're yeah. already here. We're making it happen. You know, this is for the business, right? Um, what were your thoughts on that? Um, I have a lot of thoughts. Number one, I thought you intentionally said Ghost Malone instead of Post Malone. I know. <laughs> that was great. Um, you know, okay. I thought it was very, very fun and definitely like glad that we did the RIP version of the tour one because what a fun name. Um, good job on that. Um, but two, they really talk up the basement and I don't think they should do that. Not that the, like the basement was fine, whatever, but there was a point, I can't get this out of my head because it scared the shit out of me. There was a point where, you know, we entered a room and we're listening to like, you know, some, something about a woman being possessed and exorcisms and things like that and I look over to the left and I'm like there's a tiny little door that's on the left side of this room and I don't fuck with tiny doors like it's it's not it's not a good situation ever so I'm thinking something's gonna pop out of that door I pointed it out to you then at the end of the the tapes that they're playing they're like okay so if you're on our RIP tour if you're one of our RIPs you can just walk right into that little that little door there. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. And it's just a completely pitch black fucking tunnel. Like you're like in a squatted position, like walking and you cannot see anything. That was scary. I am not a claustrophobic person, but that made me claustrophobic. And I, yeah, I nearly like, I was reaching out for the lady in front of me and I didn't even know her and I could not find her. Like, and she was right in front of me two seconds ago. So that kind of scared me a little bit. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. I liked it. Was it was fun. No, it was super fun. It was. Haunted dolls, you know, things that people were wearing when they died, shit like that. Like, you know, very dramatic storytelling of paranormal experiences. Um, good, good fun. Very Vegas. Yeah. We saw the bed in which Lamar Odom... <laughs> insisted he did no drugs whatsoever at the bunny ranch at the bunny ranch Mm -hmm. and had a nice cordial consensual non-sexual time with some of the ladies there and (laughs) was haunt attacked by a ghost yeah but he did no drugs but this healthy young man who was an nba player had heart attacks so you know so hey yeah probably ghosts um, we did see, I think the only room I felt a little weird in was that, uh, that room preceding, uh, Dr. Kevorkian's van that mm, the he, death van. Perfor- he performed all those procedures on, which don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. That's a pretty wild van. Cause like, Hey, now granted, you know, 
a lot of people died in that van, but it's mm-hmm. not like in a way that I just, okay. Now, granted, I know ghost rules are not hard and fast, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, but I would think that if you die willingly, you're probably mm-hmm. less likely to haunt something. Usually there's some sort of unspoken, unfulfilled yeah. situation before you can move on fully. That's, you know, mm-hmm. so now, like I said, it doesn't apply to all, but I was like, I don't find that particularly spooky. I don't. So I think the thing that's spooky about it is that like well over a hundred people died in that van, whether it was willingly or not, like just an object that's attached to so many like if you're talking about ghosts, like souls leaving the body, like yeah. that's where I think that like spooky association comes from. I thought it was that was a good way. You know, if we were going to waste a couple hours doing anything <laughs> in Vegas, it was and bad. I'm not a I'm not a gambler, so I'm like just send me to the haunted museum. I thought it was fine. I I would throw yeah. it three and a half booze. Wow. Okay. Because you had Patrick Swayze's tooth when his family did not want it to be there, and yeah. two. Um, I wish I could walk around a little more freely. I felt I was kind of face to space. And I understand that that's probably because of all the amount of people that are coming through, I would suppose. Mm -hmm. But so, so, but very positive would absolutely do again. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Just even to absorb more, like look around more now that you know, like what the videos are and stuff, like you can like actually look at more of the objects that are in the rooms, but, um, Okay, if we're giving it a boo score. Mm. Okay, I'm going to give it three boos. And it got a whole half a boo for... So when you're, like, at the beginning of this tour, or, you know, you're, like, sitting waiting outside and they're showing you all these videos of, like, the employees, you know, the staff, like, having experiences and all these things. And they're, like, you know, people walk through here and they pass out and have all this... And then they also say, you know, some people leave with scratches and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, calm down. So of course, like, we're kind of like making a joke out of this like scratch situation because, you know, it it feels, you know, as much as like, we want to believe that there are ghosts, like, trust me, come at me. But like, it has never happened. I think the more you want it, the more they're like, fuck this guy. Um, Until. Until. (laughs) So. Let's see. So we went there on a Saturday and then I was at work on Monday and it was cold in Vegas, y'all. It was cold. I'm from San Diego. So it was like I needed long sleeves. I was wearing long sleeves the whole time. And I found a scratch on my arm. No idea how that happened, where it came from, but it was like a nice little scabby scratch just right on my arm. So that was that was a little spooky, a little spooky. Yeah, you brought a ghost with you on that plane. Maybe. Oh my God. Didn't you fly in on spirit? <laughs> I flew home on frontier because I was really slumming it <laughs> on the flights this time. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a quick flight from Vegas to San Diego. Whereas it's from short. Me flying in from Seattle, it's more like two hours, two hours, one yeah. way, two and a half on the way back. No, it was uh, less than an hour. So I was fine. Yeah. Wonderful. So, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that. So back over to it's Screamed. It's important. Yeah. Back over to Screamed. Without giving away too much, are there any specific scenes that you really like latched onto? Any specific songs where you're like, oh, fuck, this works so good. Like, like even above all the other ones. I think the whole thing was fucking 
hundred percent killer from front to back, but mm-hmm. what are there any particular parts that really stood out to you? There were. Um, okay, if you're narrowing it down by song, I really enjoyed Ghost Space's number of Red Right Hand. Like that was really fun. And I like the like the joke of like there's words to this song. Um that was really fun. I think I I wasn't expecting Ghostface to have his own song. So I I thought that was really fun. The other thing that really um surprised me was so Darian Troy is listed at, on the cast as everybody else and I was like what does that mean? Yeah. It literally means exactly what it sounds like it means. <laughs> like whoever isn't Randy, Sydney, Billy, Casey, Tatum, Dewey, Gail, or Stu is Darian Troy. So he was, let's see, he was Kenny. He was Principal Hembry. He was Steve Orith. Of course, I said these all out of order of appearance. Who but else was he? Backwards order of death. He, so he okay. died the most. Out he of died the most. Anybody. Yes. And I really enjoyed I enjoyed his energy as all three of those characters. And I really love that they play up Principal Hembry being a total creep, like times 10. It's it was pretty fun. That that gave me a good laugh. Yeah, he was pulling like quadruple quintuple duties. It was pretty awesome. And then you also um the um you have you have the information with you. I I yeah. I, but um, the the woman that played both uh, Casey and Tatum doing double duties too. That's Katie Marie Jones. Dude, fucking so good, so hilarious. I yeah. um, so it it was funny that all five deaths were between two people. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty fun. That's pretty um, funny. Yeah, I think she had posted something on Instagram that was really fun of like just like in between scenes, like wardrobe changing, like just seeing her like switch wigs, like really fast and all that. And I was like, damn girl, like you're putting in work. Like that was, that was pretty fun. Cause I think she plays three characters actually. So one of the biggest surprises for me, which I don't think, oh, we'll see. I, so there was one song I liked in particular, cause you know, I mean, I love, you know, again, Elder Millennial, I love 90 songs, but mm-hmm. um, y'all, I am such a huge fan of the, uh, Seattle area, uh, late nineties, you know, call them one hit wonders. If you will, I'd argue they'd at least have one and a half. I love Harvey danger. So much. I love Harvey danger. They're really good. If you haven't listened to anything outside of those, like first two singles, which what was it? Sad sweetheart of the rodeo was their second one. Dang. You're going deep. I love that. It wasn't technically, but yeah, I hear you. Okay. Um, Well, you should listen to their whole discography because honestly it's great. So good. I'll start a Harvey yeah. Major podcast that I will listen to. And <laughs> um, so them doing Flagpole Sitta and how it fit with who was singing it, I thought mm-hmm. was, uh, it was perfect. And it, so I was not expecting that song at all because I was, I think I was just more expecting more just on the pop hit side, like, you know, your Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and such, you know, yeah. Aguilera and, you know, uh, Sixpence None the Richer, right? No doubt, yeah. you know, there, there's, but it's, um, so hearing that was, it was an absolute joy for me. I, I liked it. I was, it was very startling at first. And like I said, that band, having a live band, fuck, it was so yeah. good. Yeah. They were crisp. They were fucking tight as hell. Yeah. And like we we talked about this um after we'd watched the show of how impressive it is to like play a song, but have to like 
stop like for breaks, like for lines and things like that. And then like jump back into a song and like the timing, like between the actors and the band, like that's really fun. Um, yeah. So all of that was just so fun and impressive. And I have to say one of the most fun things about this. So Stu, who is Joey, Joey Derby, like he's had quite a, like a viral, like following from horror fans because he's so similar to Matthew Lillard in like his expressions, the way he talks, the way he even like looks like it's kind of wild. So that was really, that was really fun to see, but him and um, Billy. So Ray Winters plays Billy, you know, they really play up the like you have the like homoerotic undertones in scream but they made it an like a full-on like point and it's hilarious and so good like their long pauses and stares at each other are so fantastic or even just them like body rolling onto each other <laughs> it's so good dude it's awesome and of course i got a shout out fucking um who plays gail gail carly pressure I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. So much, so much fun. Cause you know, uh, I was wearing my Gail Weathers shirt that night. Yes. Yeah. And of course every, I feel like, oh my gosh, I feel like every time I want to go or every time I go to one of these, you know, interactive theater situations. Yeah. It was way boy, more interactive than I thought. Love that. Um, but boy, do I always find myself in, a, in what's preferred always referred to as the hot seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm just a fucking <laughs> magnet. I I was I it was really fun. Um the the very quick back and forth I got to do with Gail. I think also that was fun. She with, flipped you off three times. I know I deserved it. You know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't pay her for the book. Um and a spot with Principal Himbury, which is really fun. Mm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I and then also with with Casey as well. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, damn. Here I was just having to, you know, just sipping my Jack and Cokes and be like, "Oh fuck, when am I? When am I next going to be?" I thought it was great though. I, 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 I tried to play it up like a good sport. I did my best. I'm so glad you were in that seat because you tried to switch seats with me because yes, you knew you were like, "I feel really exposed right now," and I was like, "Nah, you'll be good." I was like, "I swear." I think I said I was like, "It's not like a they interact with the audience situation." I didn't know that for sure. Like I was just making, I was just saying that to, to make Kyle feel better everyone. But, um, I knew there was a chance. Um, but for the record, I hadn't seen any videos of anyone like being interacted with in the way that, that Kyle got it. So that was extra fun. That was just a a plus to the whole experience. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, (laughs) I know we, you know, we've been sharing this week, uh, you know, photos and some video from when we were there. We'll probably show a few of them more like this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, when we release this episode. Um, and yeah, I just thought the whole thing was great. It just the, uh, me, I'll be honest with you. I am not the biggest musical fan. I feel like I've alluded to this a little bit in the mm. past. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Turns out if you just add some stabbing and some murder yes. mystery situations, yes. I am all about it mm-hmm. <laughs> and turns out that's all you need is just give mm-hmm. me some violence and some blood i feel like there was a there was a lot of good um 
really fun practical effects to is you know yeah thinking of, like, a lot of the blood thinking of you know the infamous garage door scene which was a, which was a riot to watch you know what I'm really curious about and maybe maybe if if any of you are listening that are in the show that would be lovely but um also like how how are we handling the laundry? Like, do you have 20 of those same outfits and you're just throwing the the fake blood on them? Does it wash off easily? Like, because I was expecting that they would do like a wardrobe change from like a clean sweater to like a bloody sweater. But no, like it was the actual clothes they were wearing that like then had splatters on them. So really curious how that works. Like, is there like somebody on the cast who has to like bring all that home? and wash that shit and then bring it back and hope that maybe next time they do less blood. Um, I thought that was, that's gotta be awkward. If like, you have to go to like a laundromat and you're just like washing like <laughs> bloody, like shit tons of bloody clothes. Yeah. From clearly multiple p- different people. Um, yeah. All at the same time. Y'all are going to get arrested. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and then another thing I wanted to shout out, I, I don't want to like spoil any jokes. Cause there were like some fun jokes that I really, really love. So I won't quote anybody. But the interactions between Sydney and Dewey were some of my favorites. Um, so Noah, who I had met here in San Diego, plays Dewey and also choreographed. And then we have Liz Harper, who played Sydney, who sang so Alanis good. Morissette beautifully. Yeah. Um, very lovely. Their interactions back and forth are like very like they were like very like quick and snappy. And like the timing of the jokes was just really good. Um, so I had to give them a shout out for that too, because I, I just really liked, um, how Noah as Dewey would like enter a scene, say some shit really fast and then just like storm off (laughs) out of the scene. Like (laughs) there's a real fun running joke between them that goes to the the length of the show, which is really fun. Very fun. Um, yeah. And And shout out. Yeah. I was going to say, let's shout out uh, who plays Randy. Oh, yes. Randy was our narrator, uh, Stefan Scrogan. I hope I'm saying Dude. that right. Hell yeah. Um, I um, played Randy really well. Loved it. I love the yeah. idea of, um, you know, like Randy is your outside observer. A yes. Bit, you know, yeah. so I, I like I like him being that character being used in that way. Um, mm-hmm. And I he was mean, killing it with the harmonies, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially because, like I said, they all, you know, well, because, you know, they're all singing and, you know, we're in the um, in the cabaret seating. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. I've got fucking there was a part where it's like, you know, I had um, him just like to my left, just belting out these harmonies, And like you're just I don't know. I just fuck it. It's just so impressive. And, and I loved mm-hmm. it. And I just really appreciate just. Man, just all the fucking crap that goes into doing something like that. So fucking yeah, bravo, great job, guys. Fucking a million percent. Like yeah. I would, I would love. I'm like already thinking, like, what the fuck do we? What is it? What would it look like reasonably to get back to Vegas to see this one more time? <laughs> or what can we do to? Man, I would love, to, I would love to see this touring. I don't know yeah. what's in the cards, but y'all fuck, need to tour anything we can do to fucking man just just shout from the top of our lungs to make that happen fuck that'd be so yeah. much fun and if you're listening to this episode and you have no idea what we're talking about like look it up find them um find them on instagram um it's at 
I think it's just at Majestic Repertory Theater and you can find like links to like buy tickets and all of those things. But um, yeah, y'all need to tour. I know it's like easier, like it's not like, oh, we're going to do it because we decided to. But, um, you know, more more people should see this and um, enjoy it because it's really fun. And even like, even if you don't love scary movies, like you would still have a good time watching this. Like maybe not all the jokes would land if you'd never seen Scream, but um, they just do such a great job of um, like making that space work too. Like you had mentioned the the garage door situation, like the way that they make that small amount of space work is also really impressive. Yeah, shout out also to yeah the Majestic Repertory Theater because what a cool fucking theater. And it is a- really cool. Yeah, I love just it. I just love the whole fucking vibe of that spot. And mm-hmm. it's in a really cool part of Vegas, um, which I mean, honestly, that was the other part that was cool for me is, I mean, every time I would go visit Vegas, you know, like most people, we just hang out on the strip, but being yeah. able to kind of explore some different parts of Las Vegas, um, mm-hmm. it's just really fun. So what a cool fucking theater. Can't shout them out enough. I mean, they're going to be doing productions, you know, past Scream, right? But um, mm-hmm. the cool thing is, I th- I thought we were catching like the second to last weekend for this production. We went and saw it on so did February I. 3rd, yeah. But turns out looking at the tickets, it looks like that shit's going on through the end of March. So fuck. If y'all can make your way out to Vegas, maybe not this weekend because the Super Bowl. So uh Yeah, don't careful. go this don't yeah. I mean if you're already in Vegas, yes. <laughs> but I did see they're already sold out for this Saturday, the 10th. Um, nice. which is the, the night after this this comes out um yeah so fucking good for them it was a packed house when we went yeah it really was and shout out to the girl in the audience that was just like singing along to the songs Dude, <laughs> who i thought was... was part of the show i thought was part of the show too yeah shout out to that random woman that was sitting behind us that was really fucking coming in with the harmony she was too. killing it yeah she really uh... was <laughs> now granted would i have had a mini fucking fit if she was flat and maybe because i'd be like <laughs> oh yeah you, absolutely i'd be like what are you doing don't come on like let, let yeah. the performers perform like yeah we're here we're here to support their art you know what i mean even the, <laughs> even in a show that's very like hey like let's get y'all in on this like let's yes. be very interactive here but so but don't worry she sounded great so it worked <laughs> she said she did she sounded great um yeah. i told her that <laughs> while we were in it. line for drinks or something so um, we gave the Haunted Museum a boost score. What boost score do mm. we want to throw this production? You want to go first or you want me to? Mm. I'll go first since you went for the Haunted Museum. Oh, yeah. um, much like our one of our favorite movies, Scream, that we gave five boos. I'm going to also give this five boos. It was a good fucking time. Um, it was funny. Like there were, you know, just amazing vocals I always appreciate and like the cast had so much energy like you can tell that they're really having fun and that's important even afterwards like they were so kind and nice like I was like expecting just like Noah to be like oh hi like glad you came and he was so excited to see us and um you know, that was really fun. So yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it five boos. I, I think they were all lovely, great performers. There were a lot of really fun and silly jokes that, um, gave me really good laughs. How about you? 
Oh, I'm fucking 100%. Five, five whole, <laughs> whole booze that I, yeah. it was, it was, it was so much fun. Um, again, I mean, you know, to get, like I said, I'm not like the biggest musical guy all the time. So to get me like really on board and excited about this. And I had, I don't know. I had so much fun. It was yeah. like, I, I, I think everybody was fucking perfect. I would love to see this, um, more dang that that's that's like the only thing where like i remember when we left i was saying like i could just fucking go back tomorrow night and watch this again because <laughs> yeah. it was still yeah. so much fun um yeah fucking five booze i loved it five booze dude you all you all like if you can see it go see it like yeah it, it was agreed. so much fun i'm so happy that we made it happen yeah me too yeah it was really fun yeah good stuff that's nice. A nice, like, di- little different change of pace for us, episode-wise. So yeah. if if anyone has seen it, like, after, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I've wanted to see this or I've seen it, like, that sort of thing, like, let us know because I would love to just hear more. But, um, yeah, definitely different. Also, if you want to hear us talk about more other things that are um, – not movies that are horror adjacent we're we're open to that too um had a couple people ask us to talk about some some video games since we bring that up a lot um very different than this whoever's asking that i am happy to yeah exactly that's why i didn't all day until just now (laughs) (laughs) it's the first first time i brought it up um okay anything else that you wanted to share kyle about screamed the unauthorized musical parody no shit was brilliant loved it yeah it was great yeah i think we tried to keep it short and maybe failed a little bit but um worth worthwhile talking about for sure um okay thanks everybody for listening three two one ghost Thanks for listening to our episode on Screamed, an unauthorized musical parody. You can support this awesome show and theater by following the Majestic Repertory Theater at Majestic Rep Theater on Instagram, and of course, by going to see the show. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know what we have coming up, you can give us a follow on Instagram at 321GhostPod. You can shoot us an email to 321GhostPod at gmail.com to share any thoughts, questions, or throw any other horror-themed suggestions you'd like to hear us chat about. We would greatly appreciate if you left us a killer review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you choose to listen. Thanks again for listening. And you know, I'm feeling so inspired. I could break out into song. Oh, but we're out of time. Three, two, one, Ghostface. Ghostface.